we race to decarbonise the planet, finding alternative energy sources is critical. Green hydrogen might be the fuel of the future, but bioenergy is the fuel of now, and the case to invest has never been stronger. We use something that other people don't want to use. We use urban waste, industrial waste, agricultural waste, and this is why we're real sustainable. I'm Andrew Belt, and a warm welcome to the Patcast, the podcast from Patrizia, the leading partner in global real assets. The energy sector is currently responsible for over 70% of the world's greenhouse gases. So the energy transition needs to happen fast. Bioenergy is already playing a big role. And with the EU committing 37 billion euros to increase biomethane production, just one bioenergy output, we can be certain that role will only grow in the coming years. It's important to say we're talking about modern bioenergy, which is sustainable like making liquid biofuels from plants, rather than traditional bioenergy, which isn't sustainable, like burning wood or charcoal. In episode 16 of the podcast, we ask, what is bioenergy? How will it help us decarbonize? And what opportunities does it present to infrastructure investors? On the panel, we have Antonio Barani, CEO and founder of Italian bioLNG producer Biomet, which has recently been acquired by Patrizia and Oliver Heisel, Patrizia's Director of Infrastructure. Oliver kicks us off by delving deeper into the meaning of bioenergy. Generally, we understand from the word bioenergy a form of renewable energy that is produced from biological sources. This can be various, this could be organic matters or living organisms. And there are very different forms of bioenergy, each utilizing utilizing different feedstocks and conversion processes. Some common forms of bioenergy include bioethanol, biodiesel, biogas, biomethane, or biomass. Historically, use cases of biogas were mostly for electricity generation. For example, in Italy, there are more than thousands of biogas plants installed that use mostly agricultural feedstock crops, such as corn or sludge, to produce biogas through anaerobic digestion. This biogas is then on site used to fuel a gas turbine and produce electricity. That's pretty much what we understood as first-generation biogas plants. Since then, technology has evolved, and so have use cases, with transportation industry being one of the main applications for biogas now. Compressed natural gas has been a key source for fuel industry. So Antonio, how sustainable is bioenergy, and how does it compare to traditional biofuels? Well, the... Sustainability of bioenergies is uh, made up about the input materials that you use, uh, what we call biomasses, uh, that's why bioenergies, uh, to produce energy. In our case, uh, in Biomet, uh, we use waste as uh, uh, biomass, as input. And this makes uh, our bioenergy a lot sustainable in terms of CO2 emissions and in terms of carbon footprint, because we are utilizing something that is there. We all have our differentiation of waste at home. Every industrial process produces waste, and it's not the matter of the engine, we don't have to discuss if uh, one energy is better to the other, is what we do 
with the waste that we produce and how we can be more effective and more productive utilizing this waste. So turning from a linear model of economy into a circular model of economy. And that's exactly what gives to our biomass and our activity the sustainability which is uh, uh, required uh, to be considered a bioenergy. Okay, so if Europe wants to switch to net zero, then decarbonising the transportation industry is crucial. So how do advanced technologies like liquefied biogas fit into this? Natural gas has already a 25% lower carbon content than diesel for the same energy content and, and also emits fewer air pollutants. Bioenergy, or more specifically biogas, has the advantage of, of being carbon neutral or, or low in carbon. As the carbon dioxide released during the combustion is roughly equal to the carbon dioxide absorbed during the growth of the biomass. So that's why it's quite an important part of the renewable energy mix and a potential tool for mitigating climate change. Okay, so the sustainability of biogas largely depends on responsible sourcing and the management of feedstock. But what is bioenergy's market share of the energy mix in Europe? And what is the growth potential for bioenergy across the world? So bioenergies are roughly 55% of the renewable energies consumed and utilised in Europe. Of course, we are going to see an increase of traditional renewable energies like solar, like hydro, like uh, wind power generated uh, uh, electricity. But again, the target of uh, the bioenergies is not uh, the mainstream and mass energy, but is uh, more specific on certain sectors. We, with the bioenergy, cover the auto sector. So the trucking, the automotive, uh, whenever you use fuel to move things, people, uh, persons, goods, etc. So, and doing that, uh, we are with Biomet one of the pioneers in the market because there are not uh, other competitors like us in Europe today. And when I mean like us, uh, I uh, mean uh, other companies that cover all uh, the chain of supply from waste till the product, till our fuel station, until the retail market. Uh, overall without losing the title of the molecules that we're producing. Other companies do that, but they only cover one part of the supply chain. There are producers, there are traders, there are distributors. No one like us do all in one single company. And this gives to our potential market an incredible, let's say, future possible expansion because we can cover and we can target different parts of the supply chain and we don't have to compete in a single part uh, with other companies. So Biomet can, for example, have a lot of uh, production plants, but we can also have a lot of fuel stations, but we can have more than one liquefaction plant. So we are upstream, mainstream, downstream, within the supply and production chain of bio-LNG. So if you see under this perspective, our potential growth, potential expansion is 
very high, very, very positive. If you see the overall bioenergies sector, they are not having a big support from the institutions. And a lot of people ask me why I'm happy about that, because I'm in the bioenergy sector, I'm a bioenergy producer, because as I said before, you have to select the input, because uh, utilizing corn to produce fuel is not sustainable, meaning I'm not interested. You just uh, move a problem from point A to point B, but then you're not going to have enough land and then you're going to use corn instead for it, for food, to produce a fuel that can be produced in a more effective and more efficient way from other biomasses. So the key element you have to understand about our supply chain is that, again, we use waste. We use something that other people don't want to use. We use waste in urban waste. We use industrial waste, we use manure, we use uh, agricultural waste. And this is uh, the key element why we are at the top of uh, our competitors' uh, business proposal. And this is why we're real sustainable. Looking at natural gas consumption in Europe, it's actually mostly imported. For example, currently only, only a bit more than 10% of the natural gas consumption in Europe is produced domestically. And as Antonio mentioned, biogas is, is just a fraction of this. Looking at the bioenergy sector in, in Europe, that has, has mostly focused on adding biofuel content to fuels such as diesel and petrol. For example, we all know petrol E10, that is basically biofuel made up of 90% regular unleaded fuel and 10% ethanol. However, the unfortunate geopolitical events over the last 18 months have, have really fueled the growth potential for the industry. And we currently see a very strong trend to ensuring energy supply security in Europe, in addition to all the emission reduction targets that Antonio talked about before. In Europe, there are currently 6 billion cubic meters of biogas produced, and we expect this to increase tenfold to over 60 billion cubic meters in 2040. This is not just, just our view, but, but this is supported by independent research magazines. There are three large countries producing biogas in, in Europe. France, Germany, Spain, and Italy is just slightly behind, also driven by the, the smaller size. And it, as Antonio mentioned, Italy already has, is already very well predestined for further increasing this. It has very high recycling rates, allowing us to, to have good availability of pre-sorted organic waste. So it's, it's better able to, for example, use, use food waste as an energy source as, as other countries such as the UK. And Oliver, what makes bioenergy such an in attractive investment in a real assets portfolio? There are four main points for us. The, the first is it, it really promotes circular economy. I think this, this example that, that Antonio mentioned of organic waste being reused to produce biogas, being upgraded to biomethane, then being put back into the transportation industry to fuel trucks that can deliver food, goods, etc. across Europe. That's, that's really one of the key advantages that we see. And biogas and bio LNG are significant contributors to the European Union's policy to reduce primary energy consumption and, and to reduce CO2 emissions. So that's one point, ESG and, and sustainability. 
The second point is, is really the opportunity for, for value creation. Biogas, because of these characteristics, has fixed production costs. And that makes bio LNG, especially from waste, a competitive and carbon neutral alternative to conventional LNG, especially for the transportation industry. Biogas and bio LNG have attractive operating and financial characteristics. Biogas has been existing or anaerobic digestion plants have been existing in Europe for the past 10, 20 years. So there is some good track record in, in terms of seeing their predictability in terms of cash flows. We, we see in the sector the strong potential for medium-term contracts. And really biogas, or in this case, Biomet, is active along the, the whole value chain, has strong barriers to entry, has the grid connection, etc. So we, we see a lot of opportunities there, especially also in one of the other growth segments, which is upgrading third-party biogas plants from agricultural beef feedstock. As everything you do at Patricia, Really, the mega trends in the long term are important, and I think as such, biogas ticks ticks all the right boxes. And we we talked about this before. There's a very favorable regulatory environment in Italy with certificates in the long run, providing a guaranteed price for the next ten years. Antonia, I'd love to find out more about Biomet and why you started it. How did it all come about? My startup was a pure commodity trader. So I was buying and selling energy products. The evolution of the company as every startup was to increase my assets and not being only paper. And I decided to invest in logistics. So I bought in Italy the Belgioioso plant, which used to be an LPG, a propane storage plant, to basically use this uh, facility for my flows and volumes uh, of uh, LPG traded. Then, of course, uh, I'm uh, uh, 38 years old now. I was back 33, 34. As entrepreneur, I had a vision and there was not fossil in my vision because uh, as we already discussed, uh, fossil is the past, green, renewable, bio is the future. So I decided to sell everything to increase my borrowing capacity of my company and then move into uh, green energy. And so what I did, I decided to invest in waste-linked energy using waste as input. So I bought the San Rocco al Porto plant, which is currently the headquarter of, of Biomet, which is a plant that transform organic urban waste into biomethane. So I decided to buy this plan and start the construction of this plan. Then I decided to keep the Belgioioso plant. Belgioioso is just 50 kilometers far from San Rocco al Porto. We are, just for your knowledge, 50 kilometers south from Milan. So that's our area. And in Belgioioso, since I had an authorization to store gas, propane, as I said, I decided to build the first liquefaction plant connected to the gas grid. So basically, since I want to reduce the transport, the tracking, you know, track on the roads, and I want to use bio LNG instead of diesel, in Italy, we have a very well-built gas grid. 
And so I said, why I don't move from my plants to my liquefaction plants, gas, uh, utilizing the grid? I'm allowed to, and uh, I don't use trucks, I don't do anything. It's it's very green, very sustainable way of transportation. So this was uh, the early beginning, the idea behind Biomet. Then uh, we started to uh, think internally why we don't build uh, a fuel station. So instead of producing only the bio LNG, we can also sell and we can sell it to the retail market. And we can definitely, in the end, uh, really transform waste into something that we distribute, we sell. Okay. Of course, to do this, uh, I faced a lot of uh, uh, troubles. The, the biggest was COVID because I've started this venture in 2019 and uh, the case uh, zero, the first case of COVID uh, in all Europe, uh, it happened to be in Codogno, which is five kilometers far from uh, San Rocco al Porto plant. So back in the tw- in 2020, was uh, red zones, uh, you know, a lot of troubles. Uh, they shut it down over our offices, working from home. So this was uh, a big, uh, a big problem. And then, uh, you know, uh, with a capital intensive uh, business, uh, I had to face also financing problems, not problems, but issues because I was alone. And so since uh, uh, I was uh, thinking that alone, I was not going uh, far, I decided to search to the market if there was uh, some uh, interest uh, in what I was doing. And finally, I ended up meeting uh, the infrastructure team of uh, Patrizia, with whom uh, we had uh, a very good uh, relationship feeling, uh, I don't know, under a people point of view, they started from the beginning to understand uh, my project, uh, my strengths, my, my issues, uh, and not for a money reason, I decided to marry with, with Patrizia. And I sold the 80% of the company to the Patrizia Infrastructure Fund. And so Patrizia turned an idea that then it was a dream, that then it turned to be a nightmare, and then back to a dream, uh, to reality, where we are now. Because, of course, uh, we have uh, a very good uh, chemistry in our partnership. I'm young, I'm fast, I'm a little bit uh, turbulent when I have ideas, when I want things to be done. And Patrizia, of course, is stable, is big, is a long runner. You know, they they uh, give me a lot of uh, potential uh, strategy in grow in terms of contents, in terms of people, of background, structure, etc. And so today, we want to use uh, the agricultural waste uh, and manure to produce the same product, biomethane, to use again uh, the gas grid to connect all of our plants with our liquefaction plant and increase our liquefaction capacity. So this is the plan. And the more we increase the liquefaction capacity, the more number of plants we will need and the more number of fuel stations we will need. And so we we produce a bioenergy which is made in Italy, which is cheap and is green and renewable. And that's the best because uh, this is what the market, the world need. And Oliver, what made Antonio's business such a compelling business opportunity for Patrizia? We did at Patrizia 
infrastructure see the, the biogas sector as, as a key sector where we wanted to focus on or already some, some long time ago. We, we few different opportunities in, in the market and Biomed was, was our second investment in, in Italy. We, we also own a network of uh, gas-fired district heating plants in, in northern Italy. So, so through our connections, we, we became aware of the process well in, in advance and, and managed to, to put together a good team of, of advisors to, to support us on, uh, on, on, on investments. As, as you know, Andrew, we, we're investing into mid-market infrastructure. We, we do find that very compelling as we can bank very much on this, on this partnership model. Antonio is, is not only the, the CEO of the company, but, but he's also a partner with uh, keeping 20% in the company. And, and generally in the mid-market, we, we do have controlling stakes that, that allow us to, to drive operational excellence. And it's, it's this partnership model that goes through, through everything. Antonio mentioned it before through agreement and, and uh, focusing on, on, on farmers to, to build a partnership model with them. But it's, it's for us also part of the whole investment. We, we do invest quite a lot into platform businesses that require capital for further build out. Very similar to Biomet. We, we, uh, we acquired the, the 80% stake in, in Biomet in the middle of last year, around a few months before the, the construction was, was finished and, and ramp up was, was underway. And at, at that stage, it did let us enter at a point where we could still shape the, the company strategy. Our focus is to, to build out the, the plant further and scaling it up into an investment that can be attractive also for, for large cap investors. And Antonio mentioned the, the expansion plans a bit. We do see the, the company as, as very scalable. The anaerobic digestion plant currently has a capacity of, of handling around 40,000 tons of organic waste per year. This can be increased by, by up to 50%. The liquefaction facility has a capacity for, for 8,800 tons of bio LNG per year. This, this can be tripled. And when, when all the, the plants are operational, we, we do see or do feel that the, the bio LNG plant can fill up around 50,000 trucks or one truck to travel around the earth 3,000 times. So it's, it's massive, massive potentials, massive, massive opportunities for, for further scale up. I just want to ask you, Antonio, what regulatory or government support is there for Biomet? Italy for uh, biomethane and particularly for liquefied biomethane market is the place to be today. The government and the European community is very supportive because we have a mix of different kinds of subsidies. The most important are coming from the European level, but then also under a government, a local point of view. And maybe a final question. So, Antonio, what does the future hold for bioenergy? Sky is the limit, because I think that uh, the vision of our company is just to do what we know, is just to do improving our skills, improving our capacity to implement these uh, skills in Italy, in Europe, in the rest of the world. Just imagine how many tons of organic waste in the rest of the world, India, for example, is not utilized right now. It's just burned. It just, you know, put it underground, landfills. We can use, and you can have LNG trucks in India. You can have bio-LNG trucks in wherever you want, wherever you want. It's something new 
is something uh, that you can uh, scale up wherever in the world. Thanks to our guests Antonio and Oliver, and thanks to you for listening. I'm Andrew Belt, and you've been listening to the Patcast from Patrizia. Remember, you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to head over to our website, patrizia.ag, to find out more. This podcast is produced by OG Podcasts. Find out more at ogpodcasts.co.uk.